On December 7th, 1941, the United States was attacked by the Empire of Japan, thus bringing us officially into World War II. Not long after that, Adolf Hitler declared war on the United States, which basically meant we were going after everybody from there on out. This is episode 12, and this is an homage to the soldiers and veterans who have served in any war or any time in the military. Hey guys, this is Miguel, MIG-1, here to pay homage to uh, the military men of the United States of America. You guys don't know, some of you do, that I do come from a history, a military background, family. My grandfathers, both, my mother and my father's side, both served in World War II. One was a paratrooper, one was infantry, and both served distinguishedly honorable discharges and everything. The scars that would remain on them after leaving the war and losing friends would forever haunt them. And I would actually get to see this in one of my grandfathers who lived for a very long time. But dementia and Alzheimer's would eventually get him. And I got to see some of the horrors that he experienced because he relived them in front of our eyes. My other grandfather passed away, still relatively young, I would say. And he would never really talk a lot about his military experiences due to the fact that they were very, very, very rough, frightening, and just a bad time in his life that he didn't want to relive. Obviously, he went in to serve for his country, fight for this fellow man, fight with his with his brothers in arms and lose some and this is probably why he never really wanted to talk you see a lot of veterans that do talk and they they do cry and they do have problems it is very hard there is nothing we could ever if you've never been in in the horrors of war to understand of losing a friend a brother who you've been through literally hell with and they're gone I, blessed enough, have not had to, in my time in the military, never felt or had to suffer that. And I thank God for that. Because a lot of these guys, the ones who passed away, the ones who came home, basically the ones who came home, had terrible scars on their hearts, on their minds, on their souls. I remember watching a TV show saying, a father talking to his son saying, I've seen people with amputated body parts, but it's hard watching someone with an amputated soul. The horrors of war are not nothing to be glorified. It's just, it's, it's a, a bad thing. The heroes are the guys who went there of their own accord and fought bravely. Some died, some came home. They're all heroes. I'm going to start off with my mom's dad, infantryman, with two brothers. They were all enlisted and they were all separated. Two out of three were injured. One was not. One was lucky. He was the first one to pass away when they returned home. Just medical stuff and everything else. But sad enough, 
is a lot of ten people tend to think the stuff he went through played a heavy heavy toll on him. My grandfather saw action on the beach, in the woods, and a few other places. Um, I can't really go into details for you because of the fact that they don't really talk about it a lot. I just know that in one battle he was injured. And just like the rest of the men you see on TV and the other stories, didn't want to leave the line. Refused to leave his guys. You sit back and you wonder, what kind of a soldier could I have been? Could I have done that? Could I have hung in there? Could I have taken it? Would I have cracked? Would I have gone nuts? I mean, I know I was in, and I know what I could do. But those were men. Those were men made of steel. There will never be another generation like that. I consider myself, as you would say, a badass. But I can't even hold a candle to my grandfather's. Nor my father, for that reason. They are just made of different stuff. As much as I want to be like them, I don't know until I go through horrors, I guess, like that, will I really know what I'm made of. You know? But I'm here because I believe in everything they did. Raised up on those stories, the little stories that I was being told. Raised up on the honor, courage, discipline, respect. Just all the right stuff you get from when you're in the military. I just adored them. And I wanted to be them at a young age. My dad's dad, the paratrooper. Not very educated either, just like my other grandfather. But... War happened, he enlisted, ready to go. Except he decided it'd be a perfectly good idea to jump out of airplanes. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> so that was cool. So, you know, he saw stuff. He got to do a little, like the, most guys when they get their passes, he got to go around and see little things here and there. Uh, and he as well didn't talk a lot about stuff either. I mean, he may have talked about the fun trips, like him and his buddies going out when they got their passes. But even then, you could tell there was a little little sadness in his voice when he talked about them. So I'm assuming that some of them that he went out with probably didn't make it back the next time. Which just kind of hurts you when you think about it, when you lose your friends like that. As he got older, dementia and Alzheimer's hit him bad. And he was out in the yard multiple times, running around with a blade, uh, trying to protect people. Matter of fact, he actually tackled my father and put him down on the ground and said, uh, Watch out, the Germans are here. I got your back, bro. I got you. Stay with me, you'll survive. Keep in mind now, this is like an 80-something-year-old man, almost 90, tackling a, a you know, 50, 60-year-old man like he ain't crap. My grandfather was weak and didn't have much strength anymore as he got this old, as his disease started taking hold of him. But it almost made him, like, it brought him back to who he was, so he believed he was, you know, he was young again. So he had this energy to run around like he, he couldn't do it. But obviously we all knew, like, what the heck? So I heard a little bit more about the horror stories and saw a lot more toward the end. But I still didn't get a lot of the 
details. I'm very sad that I never sat down taking a tape recorder and recording his stories, but I don't think he would have told me anyway. I think as much as he loved me and everything else, and he, I don't think he would have ever said anything. I think out of respect for his fellow man who didn't make it or friends who are still alive or who have since gone. Like I said, watching them was huge. My father, who attempted to go in the Navy during Vietnam, also volunteered before they started to try to draft you right out of high school or whatever, before they tried to take you. He volunteered. He went in, took his test. He was gung-ho. He was ready to go. Upon everything was being done, the medical review and everything else, he was considered to be 4F, meaning not physically fit to, to perform. My father was born with some underdeveloped lungs as a young man, had surgery also many years before that, uh, and it was rough surgery. Ironically, I had almost some the surgery similar to him, but it was after I got out of the military. But he was not able to go, and this crushed my father. Just like the men back in World War II who committed suicide because they were 4 and couldn't go fight for their country, my dad had some bad thoughts. But my grandfather, being a prime military man, reassured him of stuff and told him, you know, hey, you went, you tried. It's honorable. So, even my uncle tried, and he also had issues, I think some issues with his throat, I believe. It's just... Sad times, you know, a lot of medications back in those times, you know, stuff came around and a lot of stuff couldn't be done. So after hearing of all this stuff and growing up in a military-type instructed family, I decided I wanted to be military too. I joined the United States Army, became military intelligence, and enjoyed my time in the military. It was a lot of fun. Ended unceremoniously with a back injury that I could not recover, and I really tried. I missed out on opportunities to go overseas and do that. And I kind of am a little upset about that as I think about it. But I also think the good Lord decided to save me the mental anguish and a lot of stuff that these four soldiers and my friends who did go are suffering from now. I respect all my friends and all my battle buddies and all my guys who I served with and who went over there and who came back and those who had fallen much love to you and your families. You will forever be my heroes. So, I raised my children a little bit the same way. A little bit military, not too harsh, a little bit lax here and there, but the, the duties of learning, yes ma'am, yes sir, no sir, no ma'am. The duties of learning to be respectful and how to handle yourself appropriately and, and, and conduct yourself with honor and class and honesty and all this wonderful the traditions of what a normal person should be my kids surprised me and they've hung on to those values my daughter is instilling those values in my grandson and well then my oldest boy up and joined the marines surprising not the army but he wanted to do the marines so I respected his wishes supported him and now he's on the verge of coming out of his four years He's been to Japan twice. He's served with honor. He's been prepared to do his part. If he had to do anything overseas, 
I am very honored. He has brought more honor to the family. And he is a veteran now. So, I got married again, obviously. And there was two new boys. And the middle one, uh, since a young kid, loved military stuff. And he was lucky enough that he did get to see my one grandfather before he passed. And he used to love to sit down and listen to the stories about certain things, about crazy times they had together as soldiers, stuff he saw. He didn't really tell them the horrors and stuff, but it was just interesting. And they talked about the many weapons the U.S. had. And, you know, because my young son, he loved just hearing about all the Army's capabilities and stuff. It was just like, wow, that's so cool. He likes that kind of stuff. And he would listen to my dad talk about them and talk about my grandfathers and, you know, what they did. And he would listen to me. You know, I, he's a very smart kid. I'd expect him to go to college, maybe play baseball, or do something else. And then he surprised me. He took the ASVAB and he enlisted in the United States Army. He is now a 94 Yankee, learning a very incredible job, which is, like, just amazing. It's probably one of the highest jobs I've seen in the military. Uh, and he is more, how can I say this? He's got a better job than I had. And I was in, I was military intelligence. And when he comes out, he could possibly get a job for the FAA or NASA. So that's, that's just amazing. And he's doing so well at it right now. Uh, he is the top of his class. So I'm very excited in that. And then he wrote me a nice letter saying how much that he loved me. And how I was the inspiration, even with everybody else in the family, I was the one who really helped him focus. And that's why he went into the military, to honor me, the family, and to become a better man. I don't know how much more you could, as a son, could you make your dad proud. But... uh, both my children have uh, are serving in the military with distinguished, and they're doing their their part. And my middle son may actually make a career. He loves it. There's no he is he was born and bred for it. There's no doubt about it. So, as Veteran Day has passed, and I know they offer you free food for veterans, I don't ever go to get anything because I feel that in my career I didn't earn. The honor that these men that fought and bled. But over the years, many veterans who have, have accepted me. And have treated me with respect and great honor. And have asked me to join their organizations. So that right there tells you how much of a brotherhood it is. Whether you served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, whatever. If you went... To World War II, Vietnam, Korea, Grenada, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, anywhere, Somalia. It is a brotherhood. It cannot be described by anything else. It's why my family will always love the armed services and support them as much as possible. And if my grandson, when he gets older, decides to do the same thing, the amount of generations, even though my father couldn't go, it would be one, two, three, four, five generations. It is just, just warms my soul. 
So, as Veterans Day has passed, I wanted to take the time to say, I love you, grandpas, both of you, your brothers, fallen comrades, my friends, my fallen friends, anyone still serving the military, anyone who has served in the military, God bless you. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for everything you've done protecting this country. As I am one of you, you're one of me. If I ever see you, maybe we sit down and have a cup of coffee and just talk since we are family. We are the U.S. military family. Thank you guys. This is MiG-1 signing off and a very emotional and touching homage to the great veterans of this great country.